I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Bubblegum and kick ass. I don't know what I did that for. <laughs> oh, keep going with it. Yeah. Okay, well, it's been a long time. I am the lovely horror host, Harrison. I'm Craig McKenzie. And I'm fellow co-host, David Patterson. Yeah. I wondered where you were going. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, heard, I heard, I'm Phil, I, I thought you were going to say Philip. <laughs> and I'm Philip, and I'm Philip Patterson. I was like, <laughs> who the fuck are you and what have you done with David? Going for a He's film gone now. <laughs> there is only Philip. <laughs> Philip sounds scarier than Valak. <laughs> well, to be fair, Ethan is scarier than yeah. Valak. Yeah, we just saw The Nun. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> It's real lit. <laughs> I mean, if you were going into this movie like we did to see the darkest chapter in the Conjuring universe, don't. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, is it showed that it's so much promise, like just the idea and obviously the setup of the nun that we got in Conjuring yeah. Two. I mean, she was one of the scariest parts of that whole movie. Yeah. So it was like to find out that she was getting her own movie. It's like, oh fuck, yeah, this this will be good. And then you know, with YouTube taking down the trailer and that being news, like uh-huh. yeah. the trailer was too scary that it was giving people anxiety attacks. Yeah. I was like, fuck. And like you're saying, it's like that builds more yeah. hype for this movie. And you're like, yes, I really want to That's see this funny. now. And then it was just. It was very cleverly marketed, and it was just a complete flop. Is the problem? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, well, do you know the nun was actually like a last-minute addition to the Conjuring Two? No. It was originally like the demon design was a bit more traditional demony, like you know, devil-looking. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. just like I don't know, I can't remember. <laughs> James Wan just went. I was oh, getting a nun in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was something like just I can't remember where he got it from, but it was just the idea of like a scary nun kind of came to him and was like, oh, that's actually kind of good. So he switched it out, and they re- and the nun was actually added in reshoots. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I mean, so, like you're saying in okay. the Conjuring Two, it's like the nun is really intimidating in mm-hmm. that movie. I, I mean, think. that picture scene, the picture scene. Jesus. But another thing is like that really screams out to me is that scene in the hallway with yeah. uh, Lorraine Warren Mom. and her daughter's like Mom who's, who's that? that and it's just a long corridor and she's just standing there and mm. just staring at you 
And he was like, uh. Hmm. Yeah, we kind of get like a little bit of a previously on the conjuring at the beginning of the movie, don't we? Yeah, like, yeah. Just to kind of like go, oh, remember this? Like, yeah. For those of you who haven't seen the but, conjuring too, this. But the thing is, <laughs> that was probably the wrong thing to do because watching that, I was like, oh yeah, because then all they all they need to do is just say her name, mm. Mm. and yeah. then that's it. <laughs> and the name's kind of quite clearly said yeah. a few times in the, and in the like, movie. And it's like, so that's what happened to the whole? If I say your name, I have dominion over you. That just kind of got cast aside. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh yeah, but isn't this Jesus bomb going to be much better? <laughs> and it's like, or the whole uh, hand grenade yeah. is me yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's. This movie goes in really weird directions. Really, really does. Really fast. I mean, <laughs> it really does. Any sort of intimidation that the nun like had is completely sucked out by this movie. Yeah, yeah. it's just she's not scary in the slightest now. Every time she appears or is walking down the hallway, she's like uh, met with a uh, scary choir men. Just oh, uh, like I was saying to you in the cinema, <clears throat> how funny would it be if it was like oh, <coughs> yeah. sorry, oh, yeah, just clearing their throats. <laughs> but just, the thing is, it's just one of these things where I don't know. It just um, there was too much of that. I was like, they only yeah. got like they only had like those. Couple, one couple of things to score. I couldn't really think of much more notable score in the movie. Like, yeah. really, mm-hmm. There was a, way too many establishing shots of uh, the Abbey that the movie was set at as well. Oh my god. <laughs> if you're an architect, you're going to love this movie because basically it's just a film about a castle. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. They really got their money's worth out of that castle. Yeah. <laughs> I want a shot of this castle from every angle, from every frame. Hmm. Even shots where they're in the castle, you can still see the outside of the castle. Yeah. And just, it's just like, we get it. I know. You yeah, like the castle. It's yeah. like, is it me or did it also feel like it was like, it was trying to go for a bit of a The Woman in Black kind of vibe as well? Yeah, I've not got seen that lot. movie, but it does sort of scream like that location out in the middle of the nowhere sort of feel to oh. me. Yeah. It's like the women in black and white is what this one is. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like the women in black, granted, it was just an absolute jump scare fest, but yeah. this was like. Th- this one wasn't even like. I don't even remember that many jump scares. I mean, there was a cup, there was a good many littered throughout it. I think the one that just stands out to all of us, especially Craig in this one, <laughs> was when the French. Oh, I'm sorry, French Canadian. Yeah, guy is going through the graveyards in the forest and he just sees a spirit and it just sort of walks away and like a in them nut you follow it <laughs> it's like yeah, there no was, there was a lot of that in this movie wasn't there was people doing uh-huh. the obvious dumb thing and following what's obviously yeah. a bad the one. thing is it, was, it kept happening mm-hmm. like every five minutes any time the movie kind of ramped up to one of those scary set pieces it was always somebody in the background or somebody at the end of a, a long kind of hallway mm. crossing into a room and then somebody running down the hallway after them and chasing spectres and it's like no yeah. like I, I like if you maybe do it like once in the movie but not like three or four times I mean this was constant yeah. they kept doing it and it was like uh-huh. stop chasing the ghosts yeah. Wait, so to... like I was saying sorry before you said no, yeah, the French Canadian guy he follows his bird can't find it and then like your typical horror cliche it's like looks forward nothing there looks side to side nothing there so what happens 
The spirit falls from a tree. Yeah, in <laughs> like, front of him, like, hang. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, and then... Her feet drop down right in front of him because she, she's, she's hung herself. Yeah. And then he kind of falls to the ground and then the rope that she's hung herself with snaps and the body of the nun falls on top of him and then it's like, zombie nun! Yeah. <laughs> and like, I mean, that's the only jump scare, I think, that kind of got us yeah. a bit. I mean, yeah. everybody knows... Us, but, anybody like, that knows me knows that when it comes to horror movies, especially, like, the Conjuring film, and all that kind of stuff I get very jumpy yeah. I like I'm one of these guys I sit and I like wrap my face up in my hoodie yeah. and, like, in preparation and, and preparation of what's coming and like you know whenever there's a scary thing I'll like I, what, what film was it that we were watching and like there was a jump scare and I just went huh! and like I threw my hands out in front of me and you like, two just burst out laughing I can't that? remember was that. it maybe The Conjuring 2 you did that maybe like, uh, it might have The been. Conjuring 2 you did it a lot and it was just oh my god I could not sit through that movie it was torture. I know it was like no offence Craig but most of the time like when you see a horror movie like The Conjure 2 you're like I'm like dude shut up mate you have a cheek you have an absolute cheek (laughs) this all throughout this movie mate you kept sitting next to me and any time you saw an establishment shot at that abbey you kept going Hogwarts (laughs) Hogwarts and I'm like mate it was funny the first time now that we're like 10 shots in of this fucking army I don't need you telling me it looks like Hogwarts again okay in in your defence yes I think the thing last time you were getting really jumpy was uh, 47 metres down that got you something good oh yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. it did it actually I'm trying to remember like the last uh I mean, there's a lot of them, but what was the last kid like? Uh, no, wait, this wasn't Blumhouse, was it? This was a uh, New Line. New yeah. Line. This is New Line. Uh, what was the last New Line horror film like uh, that any of us like saw? Because <laughs> I can't really think of one off the top of my head. Uh, like, probably would have been one of the other Conjuring movies. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, almost everything else is Blumhouse. Because yeah. I was like trying to yeah. think, there was like shit. I was like, I was like, what was the last horror film that I remember going to see? Like. Uh, it, probably. Um, no, I've seen no. Some, no, I've, a, a Quiet Place was probably the last oh, a one. Quiet place. Yeah. Yeah. Although I would classify that more as a thriller than a horror, but like it does have yeah. horror. Elements. We'll need to do. Yeah. We'll need to do a podcast on a Quiet Place. I need quiet to watch it at some point. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? It's a funny thing. I've got the DVD for that. Ghost and I've not even watched it yet. Oh, Ghost Stories was brilliant. Like I've, yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen that. Brilliant. That's an Asda just now. But I always wanted to see it. But no, Ghost it. Stories is really good. Like me and yeah. me and Heather caught that one. That was like really enjoyable. Is it like an anthology? thing where it's like three stories it's three stories and they all yeah it's three stories and they all mesh at the end oh, it's yeah. really interestingly done I didn't know it was originally based on a stage production yeah that's oh. right anyway, what does this say about the nun how sidetracked we got there yeah <laughs> yeah. just because to show you the impact it's very, it's had on us is it, is the problem is it's very forgettable yeah, yeah exactly it is very forgettable and I was saying to the guys actually when we came out with like a, the thing that I found the scariest about the nun in the other movies Totally gone from this. Like yeah, she's just, yeah. she's constantly doing the demon face with like all the teeth sticking out, and it's just not really that scary after you've no. seen it about four yeah. or five times. Like, yeah, I mean, granted, I think she only did that scary face thing in the Conjuring too, like a couple of times, like mostly towards the end. Like, yeah, whereas in this movie, it's like every time you see her. Yeah, it's like I uh, mean uh, the oh. in the Conjuring two when obviously that the the scene with the painting. Yeah, like that was fantastic, and I was like, "See if we get a film of that, like that caliber of 
yeah. of atmosphere and tension and like scares, that's going to be amazing. We, and instead, like, was it just me as well, or was it like for a movie called The Nun? She was barely in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like there was, was there was a nun, but it wasn't the nun we were hoping for. No, it should have been called the nuns. Yeah, because it, like it wasn't her. Uh-huh. There was like it several was nuns. All these that ghosts movie. of other nuns. There was way more zombie nuns than there was actually that nun. Wasn't uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I, you know, for for a spinoff about this particular. Entity. Entity. We yeah. barely see her. At yeah. least with the Annabelle spin-offs, she's actually there. Yeah. It's yeah. her. It's Granted. not just Annabelle and all these other dolls. Do you know what I mean? Is, uh, it, is it not kind of weird that like, uh, the Annabelle, uh, Annabelle series, like, I guess almost total we have about two or three different explanations for the doll like being possessed. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is there not like, a third one? That's all that there's at least like three different explanations. Like the first one is like the college girls that yeah. gave it permission to live in a doll. Yeah. Second but, is Annabelle Wallace. Yeah, who killed herself or no well, who got shot like it, you know, a Manson family kind of yeah. thing and then her blood dripped to the doll yeah. and oh, no. became possessed of her evil. Yeah. And then there's like the other Annabelle, like uh, that got hit by a car or no or whatever, like like got hit by a car which is a little girl yeah and like but then a demon took over the thing and not the little girl and it's like oh my god uh, it's um, like, so Annabelle's history is a bit convoluted this one man like the history of the nun was really really bizarre not what I expected at all <laughs> yeah a crazy dude like wrote evil satanic texts to and open a portal to hell yep but was stopped by crusaders. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing that surprised you. Yeah, Christi- and a laugh oh, in a I, hilarious I didn't way. expect that. It just, honestly, it looked very much Monty Python. And then they pull out something that resembles the holy hand grenade. Yeah, because, I, I mean... This like, can't be really like you, happening. That was my train of thought, because the way it was shaped, it was like an orb, but it was like, oh, God, this is I the mean, holy hand grenade. when I was watching that, like, when I was watching that bit, I was like, really, this is the origin story we're given the nun? And it was like, that way, I was like, do you know what? Like... Already, I think I could come up with a better origin and, for yeah, the nun. And they, they, they give the brief explanation of, oh, well, the portal was opened, like, when <laughs> it got bombed during World War Two. Yeah, was it te- was opened, was and then we closed it, and te- then during the bombing in World War Two, the bomb shook the foundations of the building, which opened up the portal again, and that's how she got Yeah, in fact, they said, like, evil found a way, so, like, are they yeah. implying the evil of <laughs> the Nazis? Like, Basically, the Jeff Goldblum or? playing a nun. Yeah. The <laughs> evil. Uh, evil. Uh, evil. Uh, finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, in fact, like, let's see. Okay, like, you said you could come up with some better. Like, right now, let's try and come up with a okay. better pitch for well, the Well, one of the things that they used in the film was the fact that people, when they had the plague, they were sometimes buried alive, and when they were, they would put yeah, the Yeah, that out. thing with the bells. Uh, like, that was so cool. already I had this idea, well, what if the nun was an actual nun at the Abbey who, con- who contracted the plague, she got buried, but then obviously wasn't dead, she tried ringing the bell, but nobody dug her up. Mm. See that sounds more boom interesting. Like yeah. there you go straight away. <laughs> like say that again for the mic, Craig, so that the executives could hear that. Yeah, exactly. Please. <laughs> we got that. Yeah. Like, so like straight away, and that was thinking. Oh, I thought that's because I actually genuinely thought that's where we were going with, yeah. with the whole setting that up when they when they visit the graveyard and they're like, oh, sometimes sister the bells they would put the bells in the grave so that uh-huh. if you contacted the plague you if you were buried alive they would know that they have made a mistake and I was like ah oh, so this is where the nun came from and then we got this Monty Python holy like holy also, bomb they keep using yeah. like. And I was like, like they keep snakes as a symbol of like Roboros as well, yeah. like uh-huh. the, the infinity yeah, the, loop kind of yeah. thing, the snake eating itself. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
So I and uh, that never really came into play no. like either. Like what See, what that had nothing to do with that. Is it like, me as well, or is like that part when they were opening up the portal was like a subplot to like an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer? <laughs> it did seem like <laughs> it is. Buffy S. Like there was a lot of like just it was it's the Hellmouth, but in I mean, the Abbey. I, I, yeah, the thing is, I know like uh, the Conjuring universe is like you know it's uh, you know it's meant to be like that kind of like you know nice kind of fun scary like uh, yeah. kind of thing like but this was just it's supposed like, to be like a haunted house. Yeah, exactly. It's a haunted house, right? Yeah, you yeah. meant to see like especially the Conjuring too, where it's like let's give them a bunch of different things to yeah. be scary. Like, and this but the thing just, is, is that the problem with this one though was that it was a haunted house, right? But in the worst case scenario, in the fact that there was absolutely no story. Like there was no story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what the thing I've said to you guys that like one of the reviewers on Rotten Tomato says in it's terms just of a a reason, telling point, It's just a reason for them to wander about long dark halls with candlelight. That's mm. it. Yeah, because of the there's no story, and the backstory they give to the nun is just so like what? Yeah, and the way they tie it back to the Conjuring at the end as well. Well, to be fair, just, I, I thought I, that I was, was quite clever. At that as well. Yeah, to but be just that way, I was like, all right, but. Man, it was just convoluted as well. Like, yeah. It just yeah. It takes a hell of a long way to get there. It's like, my God. Yeah. It's like, but I mean, granted, I was slightly surprised at that because, like, obviously they explained it a little bit in those flashback scenes. And I thought, oh, right, so that's how it ties in. Because mm. it was like Annabelle Creations. Like, it shows you the tie-in to Annabelle. And then that, that was actually eventually pretty was good. I like yeah, that, that Annabelle that, Creation that, right, tied it into, like, the first Yeah, one. that was pretty good. Don't know, I'll need to. Well, but, we'll probably but, go back and listen to our past selves, and we'll be like, "That was shit." When we went yeah. to go see it, it was like, "No, if I remember correctly, I think we all kind of really okay. liked." Annabelle Annabelle Creations was slightly more better than Annabelle, but you guys are kind of. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see I mean, yeah. my point of view, but you're still on the defense. I mean, the, having seen this, right? Having seen this, obviously, we said this when we came out. But, um, for me, it's The Conjuring, Annabelle. The Conjuring to Annabelle Creations, The Nun, right at the bottom of the Jaws 3D, and then that's what we were saying to each other. It's like that's a if you were to rank, where does it rank in terms of bad sequels? Thor: The Dark World, or Jaws 3, or Jurassic no, Park? No, it was like no, it was Iron Man 2 or Thor: The Dark World, and then yeah, on a scale of like that, so it's like yeah. on a scale of like five of like seven to ten, where yeah. do we find it? Oh, too fair like that again I'm like going I'd probably put Iron Man 3 in there as well because I'm not a huge fan of Iron Man 3 yeah. like, I know it's, 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 that one's definitely a tweener movie isn't it people yeah. either really love it or really don't like it but yeah. uh, I mean but the, the other movies like the Conjuring Universe they can have that quality like the sequels this one is just kind of uh-huh. bad yeah because really I mean like Craig I, the- I rate the, the, the Conjuring franchise as The Conjuring The Conjuring 2 hmm. Annabelle Creations Annabelle and then the nun. That's the way I'll think in terms of that. So you can probably tell like we all have yeah, that, differences, but I mean I we're still we all agree the first Conjuring is like the best one. That's yeah, kind the of definitive like, one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the winner. Uh, I'd, I'd still rank the Conjuring two like higher than the Annabelle movies for me. I think it's just yeah. it did seem to be like for me uh, the quality seemed to dip with each one as we went on. Like the Conjuring two still had some like really great scary moments to it. So, uh-huh. but, Duh, man. Bill Wilkins. Yeah, the stuff that, that was like really uh, well done in terms of like playing on the original like Enfield taunting stuff was really good. So. That, that first scene with her like watching the TV, and then it kept going on and oh, yeah, on and, 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 and she gets close to the console, and then she 
sees the spirit in the glass, turns around, none there, and then all of a sudden it's just right behind her. What are you doing? And I was like, I literally yeah, got freaked out by that. I was like, fucking hell, it is my house. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, my house. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. My house. I think. Oh, my out. <laughs> my chair. Is that, is that that? Yeah, my he's, house. He's that old man. Is he the old grandpa? Like, where you know, oh, you need to let them have their chair. Or you're being a dick. Or it's like, it's like going to be me in years to come. Get off my chair. <laughs> if I had a London accent. I hope they develop one over. You develop one. <laughs> it's, what, it's what happens when you turn 50. Did you know this? You develop an, an old cockney. Oh, I accent when you turn 50 you just go like from talking like this to talking like that oh god help us <laughs> yeah oh, that was man. that was something that was actually kind of weird out there about the conjuring too it was like it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't the old man ghost's fault he was actually being controlled by evil nun ghost yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, to be honest at that point I was like what that's where it kind of started to get a little really kind of hokey kind of yeah. thing yeah. I find that really bizarre though like the fact that like this nun got <sighs> banished at the end of this movie but survived yeah. through the possession of the Maurice guy yeah. but then got it out again when it like attacked Lorraine Warren but then it somehow got to London again to like do the whole not only that it got to Amityville as well oh yeah that's true yeah I'm assuming assuming it followed her to Amityville yeah I was wondering how the hell it tied into Amityville yeah, that's, I don't think it explained it. No, I don't think it's gonna explain how it tied into Amityville. I think or that's the where. Yeah, that's where just James left. Wan could have potentially just left it as being a demon, yeah. and things would have made more sense rather than trying to cram the visuals of a of a nun in it. I know, like, mm. it's a bit kind of. I can see his perspective about how nuns can be yeah, you know, quite a, eerie, but like. Yeah, like you say, the constant use of the scary face and the sharp teeth, it kind of just gets boring after Did a while. Did you notice as well that they, they totally ripped off it with the nun coming out of the water? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like that kind of slow yellow eyes coming out, like rising up from the water. And then and it was like, music that, oh. Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> and it was like, oh, okay. Gary Doberman, you can't use the same thing in the t- two movies. <laughs> It just, you know like, I mean? <laughs> it just looks a little. I don't know. Because that's what that's what was surprising to me watching this was just how unscathed. Like the guy that wrote this was also the guy that co-wrote the new It film. Mm-hmm. And how yeah. you go from that to this? I know. And just like Gary, what are you he, doing? He, did you say he was tied into the second one as well? Like the second It movie? Uh, I don't know. Oh God. Well, so... I mean, everyone's like allowed a flub, and if it's co-written, that's kind of part of the problem yeah. there as well. Like. Yeah. Uh, Oh my god, I can't remember what it was I saw recently. Uh, it was like I was watching a video like reviewing something, and uh, yeah, it was like the Amazing Spider-Man. Like apparently, like that film had three different editors on it. That makes <laughs> a lot of sense. Yeah, which I'm just what, like—is this for the first one or the second one? Sorry, first, second, first one. I think uh, it was. I think it was the first one. But it's just that way. I'm like going. It's it's again the too many cooks kind of problem. Like uh, just the idea of like. Like three different. Like imagine having like three different writers or met or, or whole yeah. writing. Yeah. Like having a writing staff for a movie. It's like you're gonna have different people's narratives trying to tell uh-huh. the same story. It's like oh, yeah. it's a bit convoluted. It's like, yeah. yeah, this is. It's so I think that's the problem here. Is just that you got different people. You got was it was it oh one or two? God. Was it just the one director or the two directors? No, it's just the one director. It's just the one, yeah. I just thought and a studio right there. Yeah. There's a lot of studio. This stuff. film reminds me of Unfriended. Remember that? Yeah. 
Exactly. It was supposed to be so scary, but yeah, it was just so funny to watch. Yeah, it's just like this. That was what I found this. There was like less. It's not really even like that entertaining. It also has one of the dumbest lines ever. Like, uh, <laughs> well, it, when they, when they, when they like, find the Jesus bomb, yeah, the Jesus bomb. It's essentially like a. It's a glass ball that contains the blood of Christ. The uh, guy, what the guy Marie sees it goes, "Holy shit!" And what does the priest respond? The holiest. <laughs> 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 and it's like, I'm like, I know it's meant to be funny, but yeah. I did get a chuckle from everybody, but it's more of a, uh, <laughs> can't believe it. Yeah, I think we, all the other three were just like, oh, God. It's like, a glass, that, it's like a glass bobble filled with a little tiny cross that's got the blood of Christ in it. And it's just, uh-huh. it's just, it, it's just when he went, holy shit. And that guy's like, the holiest. And it's like, what? And there's a. Did you notice there's a lot of spitting in this movie as well? Yeah. A lot of spitting. They spit whenever they mention the Abbey, like, you know, as is tradition for, like, you know, Romanians, in terms of, like, what terrible stereotyping and mostly Dracula yeah. teachers. And, uh, how, and, and in the ending, she yeah. spits the blood all over her. Yeah. The blood of Christ. I didn't get that either. So there was so much spitting in yeah. this movie. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that. I know, but it was just. Yeah. It was weird. I figured the idea was she broke it, <laughs> and therefore the blood of Christ was in the water. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I made it well. Yeah, so, so, I was expecting her while she was holding it to like crush it and for it to like burst in her hand, uh-huh. and then the blood of Christ would go into the uh-huh. water. And, it, and that, she, but instead it was just like she picks her up out the water, having thought that she'd choked her like, to death, and her eyes mm-hmm. open. She just goes. And spits, spits blood. the yeah, blood of like, Jesus. It, it's like the blood of Jesus. Oh, that probably tasted absolutely rank. <laughs> he just. I, I hope to God and Jesus. Didn't at what have point? At what point when she was getting strangled did she have the time to get it out of that little glass case and put it in her mouth? Yeah, yeah that was. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah, really pokey yeah, stuff. Like Carson, I thought the blood was going to be in the water, and then that's what it did. And then you sort of get that cliche thing where the nun sort of rises her head looks at her and then like you say her eyes open then and you're like oh she's gonna spit out it's just I just didn't get it with a lot of the stuff it was like they tried to do so many things like there was a scene which actually now that I think about it it was almost like a blatant rip off of uh, Insidious chapter 2 like right. you're like the old sort of mm-hmm. bit where he goes in the room and it's like all like the nuns with bloodied sacks over there. Remember that bit in like uh, oh, yeah. Insidious oh, Chapter Two where it's like all the people in the room with like bed sheets all over That's them right. and they have to pull oh, the bed sheets yeah. off. Like, yeah. Is yeah. It, they went to do that, but then there was no actual payoff to that at all. No, no. it was just the fact that like Tessa Farmer's like character was in the middle in a pentagram the whole time, and it was like. Oh well, yeah. There she is, and then when they did take the mascot, the sack off her head, she was all demon face anyway. So it was like, <laughs> so with all the multiple nuns with all sorts of bags over the head, there was no payoff to that scary uh-huh. moment at all. Like, yeah, because he just Maurice, he just goes through them one by one, and then they just constantly just turn their heads, and then yeah. And I thought like, I thought to myself watching that scene, it's like, oh god, they've got a terrible case of arthritis, don't they? It was like. I mean, there was one kind of early moment of promise where I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And it's when, obviously, that Maurice guy finds, the, is the first one, is the one to find... The one that hangs herself The one that hangs herself at the beginning. And he goes to the Abbey to drop off the supplies for the, you know, the food uh, and all that kind of stuff. And then he sees her hanging and her face has been picked away by crows and all that kind of stuff. So he mm-hmm. puts in the cold storage room. Yeah, and when they go, when he takes the priest and the the nun, the the other kind of nun in training, yeah. who is our kind of heroine of the film, mm-hmm. takes him in there, 
and it's basically like oh, I put her in here to kind of preserve her uh-huh. they go into that cold storage bit and he's like there's another thing as well father and he goes what and he goes I didn't leave her like that and she's what? sitting upright and I was like Oh uh-huh. well, shit! Even before that, and that like was the, like the so nun. like that. That that's the kind of stuff that makes me go. Oh, yeah, because I mean, even before that, it was like he, he he had that look in his face, and you're like, okay, something's wrong here. And then the yeah. priest gets closer, and then that's when Maurice stops him and says, yeah. "There's something you should know, Father. When I brought her here, I put, I put her lying down, and you're like, wait a minute, she's." Oh, yeah. what's happening here? Yeah. I, you know? I would have preferred if we had more of that kind of like it's the things you don't see that are yeah. scary. Yeah, because yeah. those pay off, and it's your imagination that creates it, and that is more terrifying than what you see. Yeah, mm. and so. it's just there was too much like too much showy things going uh, on. No, and even then, not not even like it just there was a lot of missed opportunities to have a, a scary uh-huh. movie here, and it just it wasn't really that scary. It wasn't and, really anything. And that's really. what I love about like the first Conjuring movie, and like most of them were like tension building scares whereas this movie is just not paying off at all no, anymore yeah. it's just like you know like, it would have been interesting if like okay you know like uh, my ultimate pitch for the nun well like, right, okay okay so I'd like to do the same sort of idea with like what you said with your plague thing but I want to expand on it and instead of sitting in the 1950s we set this in like the actual plague times like set it around like say 1600s or 1700s uh-huh. and have your farm rigger be a nun in training as part of the old nunnery when it was yeah. still in full operation yeah, at the abbey right. mm-hmm. and have them be like haunted and slowly picked off like uh, by the nun like you know yeah. it's scarier that way of like you know, like yes. it's, it becomes like very much like a thing, like uh, like the haunting or Suspiria or something, yeah, where it's yeah. like these girls versus something evil that lives amongst them, yes. kind of thing. And Absolutely. you know, like you have your whole sort of story, blah blah blah. Like the nun gets put away, kind of thing. So I say they seal the evil. You could even still then, like, keep the. You could even still keep the father. That's obviously you know is kind of aware of mm. the supernatural element of yeah. religion oh, yeah. and then you can still even keep Maurice to a certain extent well, yeah. as uh-huh. the person that you know the nun in training is the one that goes to get the food and then one day she goes in there and he's there as well and she shouldn't really be seeing him mm. and then it kind of strikes up a nice wee relationship with the two of them and I kind of you know this is forbidden they shouldn't yeah, yeah. be seeing each other mm-hmm. blah 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 and yeah. you could still have that as well uh, and yeah. I think it would plus, just tell a, as a, well, a much just, stronger story yeah. yeah plus I was just thinking there as well it, you could have like that scene with all the nuns with like bloody rags over their heads because of like the the plague yeah, yeah. and it makes <clears> the <throat> rags look bloody and things yeah. like, you could keep yeah. that in as well the way I want to tie it back to the main universe is like say like you know like okay let's just say that this is what we do like so we have like the abbot's all like closed down it's just been like abandoned kind yeah. of thing yeah uh, an Englishman's like hiking through happens to find it uh, maybe like falls and cracks up and open that man is like Bill Wilkinson as a young man or something oh, like that. Right, yeah. or maybe yeah, would... so maybe have that maybe that's how he gets possessed or something maybe yeah. that's how it comes back and it's got his ghost later something like that yeah. I feel or he like inherits <clears throat> he inherits a cross that was taken from the abbot yeah something but, like that and, and that's got residual he's energy he's of it from he's given it as a choir boy or something like that yeah uh-huh. something or she yeah. oh the nun in training has like her rosary beads mm. and or like the key yeah the key yeah. the key and he gets the key Mm. He's given the key or something like that. Yeah, the ah. key, which is the key to the holy hand grenades as well. Yeah. Like, which the nun really wanted for something. Do away with it. Do away with the fucking grenade, holy hand grenade. <laughs> Just, Come on, we all, we all no. thinking it that way. I mean, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. I, I, I have never seen Monty Python's Holy Grail. Okay. I'm going to put that out there. Well. But even I 
know the reference. Yeah. No, I was like, ah, you are ripping off the Holy Grail. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even need yeah. to see that film such a and know that reference. it was such a dumb idea. It's just like, okay, this is a MacGuffin and like the biggest term in the like you basically yeah. just nuked the fucking fridge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like that's the thing. It's like in Monty Python, that's that's the whole idea of the Holy Hand Grenade. It's used as that kind of joke. It's like, right, well, we can't get past this beast. Holy hand grenade <laughs> blows oh. up, and then you can, and then you can go past. It's like so, yeah. It's a whole MacGuffin thing. So it's like yeah. to actually see someone literally try and use it in a meant to be serious kind yeah. of movie. I was it's like, like, oh, I was like no. you're, you're not doing this, are no, you? Like, they're not even trying. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. What would we give? Are we are we going to do? Our star ratings, like, what would say, five? Out of, out of five do, the, do the Romanian thing and just go, the nun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this film's not even worth numbers. We just spit to the ground. This is just, like, a straightforward, like, one out of five. Yeah. yeah. I'll be honest with you, this is, uh, this is not, like, until now, all of the kind of Conjuring Universe films have always kind of, not made me lose sleep, but, like... I told you guys when we came out of the cinema, I cannot, having seen Annabelle, I cannot switch off the light at the mm. top of my landing at night and not see that demon, like, down crawling on the stair. Yeah. Like, from that shot. That shot's embedded in my head and will see, be for the uh, rest of my life. Well. It freaks but me this out. film, it's like, there's nothing like that. It's no. just, it's so blur. It's... It's very forgettable. Yeah. Very forgettable. So, like, I, I don't even... I, I'll be honest with you, I am actually struggling to... I mean, I know it's canon and blah, 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 but I just don't see it as a part of the Conjuring franchise. Yeah. It's just a thing that it's, happened it, really it, well. It, just, it, yeah. And the thing is, it, it now makes me really worried for the Crooked Man because I was actually really excited for the Crooked Man. And I, now not so much. Because <laughs> it's like... I think my... I just don't think the spin-offs are really a good idea. No, no, no. If, I mean, in, in regards to ratings, um, I'd probably hate to say this because I probably might but get a backlash, but I'd probably just give it two out of five. Just a two. Most, just a two. I mean, I'm, a, I'm, I mean, a, I'm a one I, out of five guy as well for this. Yeah. This, is, this just was not... I, I get one good scare out of it, but see, for like an hour and a half movie, I should be getting more than just one good uh-huh, jump out of like, I don't know if I said this, it's like a horror movie, you should be getting, like, it's like going to a theme park, you, you get an adrenaline rush from these roller coaster rides. Yeah. A horror movie should be exactly the same. But in this film, I, like, apart from that one scene with you in the trees, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. That, that was it. That was the only scary part in that movie. It was just like, everything else is just easily predictable, and it's like, if you not want, a good payoff. If you want a scary film with the the eponymous nun in it, watch Conjuring 2. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. It's just, Give yeah. this a swerve. If you're like, oh, I'm interested in that because I really like the nun in Conjuring 2, get a body swerve and watch Conjuring yeah, 2 again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is, it's just the ultimate If you want more nun, watch Conjuring 2 again. It's, like, it's forgettable in uh, the, the ultimate way, like we said. And I think for me that's always the worst crime a movie can do. If I'm review, reviewing a film or talking about a film... I want it to give me some kind of reaction. Like, yeah, be it, yeah. I really love it or I really hate it. If I really hate a movie, I can talk about it yeah. a lot. With this, this is just it's just, this is it's oh, just so very mediocre. Exactly. Yeah. It's a mediocre experience. You ain't getting none. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best. That's better than the whole movie. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's one terrible thing. Yeah. Maybe some yeah. people are really scared of religious imagery. Yeah. One can only hope. Because there's a, <laughs> sure are a lot of crosses in this movie. Oh, oh see if you were to take a shot, 
for every time a nun appeared or every time You'd be you know dead. somebody spat or, <laughs> or every time, time you saw you a said, cross go upside down. Every time you saw no, just a cross in general. Uh-huh. Or any time you saw them go or heard them say Oh Lord yeah. <laughs> or, like, yeah. or any or any sort of well something. Any Thank God. <laughs> any taking of the Lord's name in vain. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of a big no no for them. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. so, oh thank you God, to, you're here! Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> if you were to take a shot, you'd be dead. <laughs> and that's when, like, when you cut to the guy through the walker man. Oh Lord! Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, is it, is it weird? Like, uh, I look at it and go like, <laughs> right at the beginning of the movie when you see that door that says "God ends here," and I'm saying, "Yeah, right at the beginning of the movie, this is a bad sign." <laughs> yeah, like, yep, there it's is like, no God from here on out. You're just gonna suffer. This yeah. is yeah. It's like Exorcist at the beginning. It's like God is not here today, and I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! It's like another corny religious line here. It's like, ah. it was just, it was a bad movie. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you very much so, for listening to this episode. I guess, like, I mean, we've yeah, I'm just a- sorry we couldn't have like been like, oh my God, the nun, go see it. It's Especially our first podcast in months as well, and it's yeah. just like. Such a lackluster movie. But hey, <laughs> at least technically we didn't need pay to see it. That's but true. We're all Sunny World yeah, guys. Yes, yeah, that's we, right. Harrison's conf- uh, conformed as all. Yeah, conformed. That was the, the thing is as well is obviously well to end on a slightly higher note. This is my last podcast as a free man. Yeah, after this you're getting married. Yes, Craig McKenzie's getting hitched. Saturday the fifteenth of September. Yes, that's me getting married. So the next time yep. we do a podcast, I'll be a married man. Yeah, I'll be Mister McKenzie. I will be. Well, I was always Mister McKenzie. <laughs> I was always Mr. McKenzie. Yeah. No, now you'll be now a, hu- you'll be a husband com- of Mrs. Yes, husband of Mrs. McKenzie. <laughs> That's it. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, see you later.